You are something that the whole world is doing. The entire work, all there is. And with each one of us, it's waving and saying, Yoo-hoo! Here I am. Only it does it differently each time. Because variety is the spice of life. in Frankfurt, Germany, or what's it like in maybe some of the spots outside of like Dubai um, that isn't like the airport and the mall, you know? And uh, I think growing up in Singapore, like they, they sort of like, these are like the big travel hubs, um, which we sort of had to go through. But uh, for like a young impressionable mind, I was like, whoa, it's just like totally different environment. And that, that like left a very strong impression on me, I think uh, from that early age up. And so I love being able to go to new places and, um, I also love going back to places that I've already been. Yeah, kind of, see how that perspective uh, changed, right? Deepen exactly, absolutely, yeah. Or just how places, some places change with time. It's crazy. Like uh, going back, I've been to Iceland um, a couple times, and the first time I went was in in twenty sixteen, and then was lucky enough to go in twenty eighteen. And Iceland is one of those places right now that's just like popping, like really crazy. What's going on there in terms of just like how much change, infrastructure change, like cultural change in the peak season in Iceland. I think uh, there are only 300,000 Icelanders, more or less, uh, and there's like millions of tourists coming in. And so, you know, tourists outnumber Icelanders like by several degrees of magnitude throughout most of the year, which is just like a wild dynamic for a place to have. So like places like that or places like back home in Bangladesh as well. uh, And just seeing like the, you know, the society change, um, seeing how, I don't know. It's it's just like and I'm only seeing it from my like you know short time on earth. Like I can only imagine what our parents' generation or the generation above them like the degree of change that they're witnessing. And so that's like a general intro to my way of thinking about traveling. And I've been lucky to be able to go to a lot of places, um, and I don't want to take that for granted because uh, I think it's 
yeah, I'm just I'm grateful that I, that I've had that opportunity so far. Yeah, definitely, and I think that's an opportunity that people who have should really aim to tap into more. And I mean, that's like right now I'm currently I'm still traveling domestically, partially because other countries won't really have us at the moment. But um, but at the same time, like experience is such a way to to learn and like experiencing new places. Like it's impossible to really describe another city as opposed to actually having been there and, and, you know, soaked up some time in it. So I understand like what you, what you mentioned as far as like being lucky, I, th- I understand that that's obviously a privilege and on my end, on your end, on, in terms of everybody who has the ability and the access to travel to new places. But I also think there's a subsection of people who have that access, but are also like, I'm born and raised here. Like I'm never just sort of not being interested or, or being sort of dismissive of other places based on no real knowledge because until you go there and experience something new, you don't have that knowledge. And it goes a long way too, as far as shaping, um, being a global citizen, which I think, you know, certainly on my end, having parents, which are, who are from abroad, you know, my parents from Pakistan, having that root identity, but then also operating in America, which like has a share of problems, but at the end of the day is really a melting pot in terms of just having all sorts of different kinds of folks from different backgrounds. Like I think that global, Keeping in mind the fact that we're global citizens or that we're humans as opposed to that we're just Americans or just Bostonians or like whatever the local sort of definition of of, uh, of who you are is, like I think that goes a long way too in terms of furthering your experience and, and deepening your perspective on things. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more, man. I think the, the wildest things that um, can happen in life are when your sense of self transforms uh so whether it you know expands or you get a new sense of you know who you are and how you connect to things uh and so and traveling is a i don't think it's just like getting to a different place necessarily and saying you know oh it's the grand canyon great you know it's like uh ooh, uh take a picture and move on i, I think when you are lucky or you put yourself into positions where you're going to have interactions and experiences that kind of may challenge you um, and sometimes just like Trying to have a conversation with someone where there's no shared language, like that's definitely challenging. Sometimes you just are able to create these little mini relationships with people, uh, even over the course of, say, a few hours of like getting to know them when you're sharing a car or whatever. Uh, those things, I think, you know, compounded over time. And if you if you have enough of those kind of experiences, I think it's uh, becomes pretty clear that generally, like. You know, while it's always easy to find things to point to to separate ourselves from other people, it seems pretty clear that we share a lot more than what separates us. It, just in terms of, you know, like the day to day, what it is that we're trying to, you know, tap into, uh, what makes someone laugh, what uh, just what drives us. Um, and, and I think when you, when you can actually feel those experiences um, and if you can kind of hold on to them, yeah, I just, I, f- I feel like we, we need that right now. Um, I know I need more of that in my life just to kind of remind me that, you know, the people that let's say are on some other side of a line that I've drawn in my mind, because, you know, there's a lot of lines being drawn these days. Uh, I think it's just important for me to remind myself, like there's a lot more that I share with the people on the other side of that line than, than not, even though they're, you know, not to take away or, or kind of trivialize the nature of, I think like the differences that are, coming out in our society right now are becoming more apparent. But I think, it, you know, at that same time, I think we also need to just remind ourselves that there's a lot more shared as well. And I like what you were saying, the fact that you began to realize that there's just a lot more that brings us together than separates us. Because a lot of these lines that are drawn are 
they're invisible. Like even if we're, I know Zim, you said that you're traveling around domestically, but when you're going from state to state, there's no line that is preventing you from crossing over into another another state or getting that different experience. And at least for me, before I started traveling, I, I, I was one of those people that had the ability to at first, but was just, I just had that localized mindset. Like, no, I'm from New York. There's, there's really nothing else for me to see in the world if New York is the melting pot. But what I failed to realize was the fact that people are living, like, granted, we can go to these different countries or um, even visit a monument like the Grand Canyon and appreciate it for its beauty. But when you begin to just realize that people are living like this on a day-to-day basis and um, this is how they go about interacting, whether it's during the workday, like I remember when I went to Barcelona, I was just amazed at the fact that everyone took a two-hour nap, <laughs> you know, or just a, that two-hour siesta. <laughs> well, that would be nice. Yeah, you know, and just in the middle of the day, and it and just allowed me just to reflect back on my general American experience where we're just so work-centric and it's just that consistent hustle and bustle. And I think that that traveling experience and getting that different perspective just allows you to just step out of your reality and take those positive risks. Well, it also makes me think about, and this might be kind of a, an interesting left turn to take, but it makes me think about like imperialism or like colonization, right? And, and just this idea that when you're engaging with people who are different than you, or when you're in a new new environment, you can enter that environment being like, I have the answers. These people don't know anything. Like I know everything. I'm going to, I'm here to, you know, teach them or I'm here to tell them what to do. Mm-hmm. Or you enter it like asking questions like, oh, this is a new environment that I'm not used to. Why do you do things this way? Like, what are your, exactly. what's your, you know? And then I think that that difference, and I mean, you know, I, I thought about it, I guess, and my mind went to a place in terms of like those initial interactions when the world sort of became shaped into the way it is, where people who had never met each other or never met people who looked like a certain thing, you know, met each other. And, and obviously that led to colonization and all of these different things. But I think even on a micro level, when we just think about how we engage with meeting new people, I think that can go a, a really far away is, is just framing those interactions less in terms of like, this is what I have to offer you and more like, what do you, what is it that I can learn from you? Like what, you know, asking questions instead of coming in, just declaring things. I think it can go a really long way uh, again for the same thing of just furthering yourself, but also deepening the connections uh, that you build with mm-hmm. other people. And then just realizing too, like whenever, whenever we are traveling, going to these different places there, I feel like there's a few baseline questions that we begin to ask. It's just like, okay, like where can I find some really good food around here? Or what's up with nightlife in order for me to be able to hear some music? Or where's a great place for me to, to travel to and see some sights? I feel like those are the type of questions and interactions whenever we get to that new space that we ask, because that's actually what matters in the end of the day. Those are those elements of humanity that connects us all. Yep, absolutely. Those are like the, the portals to then, you know, when you're at a restaurant or you're you know out listening to music somewhere suddenly you can kind of find those connections with people yeah i'm just kind of like flashing back to moments now um and thinking man like when's when's the next time like i'm even going to be outside this country you know it's just like uh <laughs> things have changed so much um with in 2020 with coronavirus you know mm-hmm. like that's uh yeah were you traveling around recently Honestly, it's been a little while since I've um, been able to just like up and go. Uh, I was planning on a trip earlier this year, around like April May timeframe. Uh, to like, it, it wasn't my idea. Uh, so th- this is one of the things about me is like I can get roped into stuff really easily. Um, <laughs> but I, I take it as like uh, you know, okay, fine, like I'll do it. I'll, I'm going to try this. So it was uh, a friend of mine. Uh, we've done a few big trips together, um, and he suggested 
apparently on the coast of Sweden, there's a ton of these like small, tiny islands, mm-hmm. uh, which are just like uninhabited. And, you know, it's like a very calm like bay or some, something like that. I should probably have done a little bit more research on this. But we were just going to grab some kayaks and like uh, camping equipment and uh, just spend like a, a week or two on the water, just kind of hopping from one island to another, setting up a camp. I don't know if we were going to fish or carry our food. I'm, you know, it, it's probably good that we have a little more time now to to figure out the trip. I know it's always tough taking like that theoretical. This would be fun, and then like actually figuring out the logistics of it. That's what I've been dealing with on the domestic travel I'm doing, where I just sort of pulled up, and then I was like, "Let's go with the flow." And now I'm like, "Okay, but where am I sleeping tonight? <laughs> <laughs> where exactly is the flow right. taking you in?" Exactly. Yeah, I'd be curious. Uh, well, actually, hold on. Let's let's pause here because I think this is a good place to do some intros before I hop into the next question I had. Uh, since we're already talking about your your travel escapades, let's you know fill in the blank of who you are. Uh, so, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to You Free, our communal podcast. You got Ozim on the line. You have Eric. You already heard his voice. And who are we speaking with today? Fayad, Fayad Ahmed. Um, I'm uh, lucky to be on here. Really happy to to be connecting with uh, Ozim after you know, a long time and meeting Eric. And uh, just super excited to talk about you know what what holds us right now. Mm, talk about life. Well, so on that on that note, my question was going to be, you know, as someone who, you know, you've mentioned that you've used or that travel has been a big way for you to sort of engage with other humans and, and deepen your perspective, given the fact that in 2020, that hasn't really been as much of an option for you. You know, what are what are some of the ways that you try to keep that that curiosity of the world or that curiosity of the human experience alive, you know, in in the current context like are you mm-hmm. are you someone who watches you know youtube interviews are you someone who, who gets really into books like reading different books are you someone who you know geeks out on documentaries on netflix like what's sort of your avenue for for channeling some of that curiosity or, or some of your avenues if you have multiple yeah definitely a youtube guy i feel like uh the youtube algorithms have figured my brain out pretty well so you know, I find myself getting into some of these like long form podcasts randomly, like Noam Chomsky will pop up. So I, yeah, I'm able to find like some stuff to keep my brain generally like on kind of like a resting RPM with YouTube. But I do also feel like it's not enough um, or it's just too, it can be a little passive sometimes. Uh, and that's the hard part with, you know, kind of the, the lockdown um, pandemic uh, setup is it's easy i think at least for me to end up in like very passive um headspaces where i'll just sort of take in content or like the gear gets like shifted down a little bit so what i've been trying to do to break out of that lately uh is um actually make some music uh, and i know that that's uh pretty i know you guys are into that so, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no no yeah, no, you, yeah no, there's <laughs> two there's two artists on this line right now no for a fact i mean now three so two yeah make that's awesome music as well right right well it's it's new for me um i mm. kind of grew up around music uh and i feel like i've relied a lot on music just listening to music discovering new music over the last several months one of the things i miss the most is is live music so the, recently i think over the last like couple months i've been trying to put a new a project together with a friend of mine um it's uh, me on guitar and vocals and he sort of like the digital master of mine you know he's got like the ableton thing running um and i feel like that just like the creative process it's easy to kind of go through the first few steps so like oh yeah i've got this interesting thing random riff or whatever and you kind of just throw stuff out there but once you kind of get your first layer of stuff out you, you kind of have to 
take a step back and, and think about, you know, what is it that I'm going to do now? Like, what do I have to offer? What's on my mind? Like, what do I want to do? What do I want to sound like? What do I want to throw out there? Um, and that's been, I, I've been um, really grateful to have that forum and that avenue to pump energy into and, and think about, because I think it's, uh, you know, then it's like, well, you know, what's, I think music is super important. It's a, it's one of our universal shared languages. 1000%. Um, so it's just gotten me thinking about, you know, what do I want to say at this moment in time right now? Even if it's just for me and my friend, and we'll just listen to it on repeat in our, in our living room uh, and call it a day, you know, but like it just, uh, that's been, that's been great is uh, some music. And, um, I love that. and then the other has been uh, doing exactly this, just having conversations with people, taking the opportunity to, to reconnect with old friends and um, use our digital you know, lifelines to just find that sense of connection. Are you self-taught? For the guitar, I kind of. So I grew up playing um, this instrument called Sarod. My parents got me on that when I was like 10. And it's sort of, it's kind of like a sitar, but it's fretless. Traditional you know, Indian classical music mm-hmm. uh, instrument. So I grew up playing that. Uh, and my mom uh, sings and my uncle sings as well. So And my dad's really into music. So I grew up in a very musical family. Uh, so I got exposed to a lot of different kinds of music growing up. Sang in chorus and then played this thing, which... Um, it's definitely for, you know, like you're a middle school kid. Uh, it's like a little obscure uh, at that point. Now I'm looking back being like, damn, I wish I'd, you know, kind of leaned into that a little bit more. <laughs> Tell me about it. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'm on the it, same page uh, with piano. I, I completely feel the same exact way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny how, you know, a, little, a few years of perspective goes a long way. Um, but uh, so a lot of like the sort of left hand, right hand dexterity that um, is useful for guitar I kind of picked up um, on that instrument and then guitar, my sister played for a long time and she was like pretty, pretty good at it. I'd say uh, she's a few years younger than me and I would just like kind of pick up her guitar and, and strum around. And then at one point I was like, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm just going to kind of go for this. So I've got a guitar teacher here in Boston who's an absolute pro um, and like humbles me every time that I, I talk to him because he, he's, you know, an older gentleman, rock musician, jazz musician, his entire life, uh, kind of like a local, local legend. Uh, and I just picked a random guitar teacher on Yelp, and it happened to be this guy. And uh, yeah, I'm just trying to, you know, uh, it's like my weekly meditation. It's like spending time with him and doing a little bit of uh, guitar work on my own. And it's been it's been cool to you know share it with someone and uh, kind of hear it go into this computer. And then like the digital uh, music production is like a whole another thing. I'm kind of you know, coming from the acoustic uh, and like analog world of just like yeah. you know, playing guitar and playing the sirod uh, and like singing. But when you pump something into a computer, the possibilities are endless. Uh, and that's really like, I'm starting to really appreciate that now. So yeah, yeah, it's a blast. That's dope, man. I'm hoping we get a chance to hear some of the music uh, once you once you finish tweaking with it or, uh, or feel it's ready for public consumption. But at the same time too, I mean, to your point, as far as like, just even if it's just the two of you listening, like I think that's that's a big thing that I think a lot about creatively. Because for me, like the tough thing when, when I'm making music sometimes, especially when I'm when I record music, is this idea of finality. You know, like on one end, I like capturing mm-hmm. the moment, but at the same time, like if, as far as, you know, if I'm, if I'm like rapping and do a verse, I'm like, I could always feel like I have another take. So I have struggle. I struggle sometimes with like, okay, this is it. I'm recording, done recording, going to edit it. Okay. Boom. Now this song is out in the world. Unless I flip it and I'm like, okay, let me just do this like in a day and make it like I capture 
I capture this moment, this moment, this feeling that I'm having right now and share it out. But I think what I need to remember and what, mm-hmm. what's important for a lot of people to remember, especially those who use music as an outlet, like you've been using it um, and as a form of expression and as a form of growth, is this idea that, you know, we're lucky in that there is no expectations or there are no expectations that come with the music that we make. Like we can just make music for fun. And I think about that a lot sometimes mm-hmm. where like, as I, when I was younger, I would, I would have loved to have been like a famous musician or whatever, but you look at them and it's like, there's just like so much expectation. How much are they really able to just sort of just like have fun with their music, you know, in the same way that we can sometimes. So I think music can be really, really helpful in terms of that. And then I also wanted to ask just sort of, you know, you mentioned uh, learning the instrument and not necessarily having lean into it and like how th- basically like this perspective that comes with a few years later on in terms of like, oh, I should have leaned more into that. I'd be curious based on being um, the child of immigrants as I am, how you balance that, I guess, individuality or like staying into like the roots that you come from while also still trying to assimilate into America and into the culture around you. Because I think that was a challenge for me as I look back on it, where it's like sometimes I didn't necessarily lean into some of the things that come with my Pakistani heritage and now I'm revisiting them later. And I think back and I'm like, well, part of the reason I didn't do that was probably because I was trying to fit in a little bit too much or I was just so focused on, you know, not even consciously like, oh, I'm going to shed this part of my identity, but just like, like it's interesting being a Pakistani immigrant, for instance, or, you know, from Bangladesh originally, because it's like, you're always the minority in the room. Even, you know, my black friends, like I've been in rooms where I'm the minority amongst my black friends. Like I've never really, as far as peers, and I sure. have some friends who are, you know, have similar backgrounds to me and like we've definitely hung out and like things like that. But on the day to day, I very rarely am in a room where I'm not the minority. And and I think growing up in that reality, it was a lot of like, how much am I standing out versus how much do I want to fit in? You know what I mean? Like how so I'm curious how you navigated that, because that was a struggle for me. Yeah, yeah, that's a it's a really good question. And I feel like um probably a little bit of a can of worms as well, uh in terms of just the kind of the psychological material of dealing with that question over years. I think everyone has to kind of deal with that on some level, whether or not you're an immigrant or not, or a child of immigrants is, you know, who am I and who are all the people around me? And then what's the, like, what's the balance there? I think that like on this specific question, like I had this moment um, probably in high school where I realized that uh, I felt a little bit out of the norm here in my home where I've grown up and um, kind of in my own community uh, for all the reasons that you outlined. But when I would go back to Bangladesh, I would also feel out of the norm. Um, mm. You know, I'd be like the one uh, American born, you know, kid just flying over for the summer. My Bengali was good, thankfully, because my parents were like, not that good. I couldn't speak um, how young Bengali speak. I spoke how my parents spoke. Uh, so my Bengali is like a little formal Got you. compared to uh, like my own generation, like how they might speak. So I definitely, you know, just the way that I dress, like I stood out there as well. And I think that, you know, there were, there was some elements of feeling uh, a little bit isolated uh, because of that. But um, I think I was also very lucky to be in environments where there are probably a decent amount of people who felt similarly. Like, you know, I have a younger sister, so she definitely felt similarly. Um, mm-hmm. And then, uh, whether it was in high school or in college, kind of meeting people who existed maybe a little bit more on the fringe of their own communities, what, whatever those communities might be. I think that allowed me to feel, it gave me the confidence to just be okay with like not totally fitting in. And because the environments I was in were open enough and tolerant enough of, you know, 
I don't want to say misfits, but just like, you know, people being their individual selves. I never felt like a, a strong, it, it, it wasn't like an overwhelming need to kind of, I need to either assimilate or I need to stand out and be myself. It, it I guess I was lucky in that it, both of those things felt like they, they weren't in conflict. I didn't feel that way coming out into the working world. I think once I, I graduated from school uh, and started working, I, I think then there's like this whole other element of, you know, like we, we've been talking about creative work. Um, just different social you know, norms. Like in some social norms, exactly. Mm-hmm. There's like all sorts of different uh, kind of elements to like adapt to in the working world, at least in the corporate working world, which is, uh, has been my experience so far. And, uh, and I think that really threw me off because then it's like, you know, your individual self is sort of irrelevant. It's like, you just got to get whatever you need to get done, done. And that's like the, you know, it's business. Right. And that, that I think uh, is an ongoing challenge for me, actually. I don't know if I've really been able to come to terms or bridge the gap between say who I am as an individual or who I think I am and, you know, how I would want to express myself um, and the sort of expectations placed on me by my you know job or by the sort of, field of work that I'm in or that kind of environment or atmosphere. Yeah, I I do think that, uh, and this is going back to a point that Azim, you you raised earlier as well, um, around, you know, feeling like when you travel, you have all the answers um, and you go to a new place and say, well, I know what's really going on. And these people maybe don't, don't know so much. I think I had that attitude uh, early um, on in life. Like when I'd go back to Bangladesh, I'd be like, yeah, well, Bangladesh, like Dhaka, you know, that the capital city, it's like, it's polluted. It's so crowded, like too many people. It's, you know, like they don't know how to run society properly. I'm from America and America has got all this <laughs> stuff together. You know, like we, just, we, gotta, we just got to figure think, it out uh, here. Right, right. Exactly. And uh, it definitely, that broke down, I think, uh, at some point in my teenage years. And now it's like, you know, it, it, I think I had some really good experiences with people that I'd met back home. Uh, or I keep saying back home. I don't usually say that. I'm only saying that on this call. I'm not exactly sure why subconscious truths coming out but uh yeah i so uh like over the course of the years i think i realized like there's probably some truths and some uh realities that a villager in bangladesh might be way more in touch with than i am as a modern urban american Mm -hmm. uh you know millennial um and like i should probably you know not speak and you know ask questions when i'm talking to people who typically uh, I would say is like, you know, it's like, okay, well, they, they don't have like, they don't have the resume that I have. So, you know, whatever. It, it, like, I think once you can step away from that kind of thinking, it, it opens a lot of doors. And I, I think there's a lot that um, maybe we have forgotten in our sort of technological and, you know, highly, highly connected uh, world right now, our modern world that, uh, you know, some, some folks have held on to, even though their lives are maybe more difficult on a day to day or on a more material basis. And even with asking those questions, and this is a point which came to my mind when you were talking more about the workforce and like adapting in that environment. But I think it's true even even in regards to travel and like this idea of asking questions. Like I think there's a difference between adapting and evolving, you know, where in both cases you're asking questions or you're like, you know, changing yourself based on the environment around you. But one is like a survival tactic, right? Like of adapting mm-hmm. so that you can get by. And the other is sort of this this idea of evolution where it's like, not only are you in a new environment and you're adapting to the environment, but you're doing so in a way that causes you to continue along your journey as opposed to just sort of like, well, I really think this way, but now I'm going to act like I think this way just so I can get by. And I think, you know, in the work environment, 
that tends to be, you know, how we have to act sometimes where we learn a lesson that we don't actually believe we need to learn. Whereas when it just comes to like living life, we don't necessarily need to do that as much. But yeah, I think, I think there's just this push and pull sometimes between this idea of, of adapting and just trying to, you know, get by or just trying to like, you know, assimilate as we were talking about earlier versus evolving and learning how to doing more than just learning how to survive in a new environment or learning how to, you know, get by in a new environment, but learning how to use that to build out who you are and expand upon who you have been. And I think that that comes down to the intention of the question that you asked, because I feel like you can either ask questions in order to change what's around you, or you can ask questions um, in order to understand it. And I, and I feel like that's definitely key when traveling, just keeping that open mind. I mean, same thing in the same thing in a working place. Like whenever we are, cause I've had, a few jobs after college, I haven't been just working at the same place where it's like, anytime I'm, I am coming to a situation, I'm asking questions to, to understand, not fundamentally change what's going on because it's like, I don't know what the, what the norm is in here. You know what I mean? My norm is just completely different than what they may consider normal here. Right. And, and uh, the scale of uh, kind of what's going on is also sometimes just mind boggling, you know, where it's like, I, to, to even try and change how say a corporation works or how, networks of corporations work it's like who has control over this ship really and uh that's where it's like okay yeah it, I, I totally agree i think just learning and listening goes a really long way i came true with my hoodie on i just want to get my boogie on pop me a bottle way better nose in charge full throttle all these girls trying to get onto man when i come around looking like the next top model they could have never rewrite this novel went back to my roots to find out where i came from impact that it had on me was colossal facts I'm out here and I'm ready, I know Been down this road already, but this time's different The thing's more steady, I'm way more ready Together we push, Grand's getting old now When she's gone, I don't know what I'm gonna do As long as you know that Grand for life You know, say that your grandson honours you So many sleepless nights, so many sleepless nights So many nights in the cell, so many flights in the sky So many man on the hype, nowadays man on the tight So many girls on the hype, nowadays I'm their type so many sleepless nights, so many sleepless nights So many nights in the cell, so many flights to the sky So many man on the hype, nowadays I'm on the tight So many girls on the hype, nowadays I'm their tight Up all night in the studio, listening to instrumental, pen game mental You know my style is far from gentle, when it's album time I get experimental Always me when I'm on a rough camera, them man are acting, them man are Denzel Never been a yes man, never been a follower, CV's there, you can check my credentials 30, head honcho, I don't know how to do the Ozonto But it must be a sin not mentioning Frisco in the best MC convo Has man gonna act like I ain't been air doing my thing for the last 10 summers My loyalty's never been in question, cause I've never snaked my brothers so many sleepless nights, so many sleepless nights. So many nights in the cell, so many flights to the sky. So many man on the hype, nowadays man on the tight. So many girls on the hype, nowadays I'm their tight. So many sleepless nights, so many sleepless nights. So many nights in the cell, so many flights to the sky. So many man on the hype, nowadays man on the tight. So many girls on the hype, nowadays I'm their tight. So many, so many big man thing, I ain't afraid of nobody So many nights on the road, I'm out here, I ain't remote There's no controlling me, I am the guy, there's no decoding me Pull up the tune, better start reloading me So many nights in the cell, yeah I done well, man I came from hell I'm from the side of town where if you're black and wearing a hoodie You must be a criminal, gotta work two times harder as a black man Just so I can reach my pinnacle This is more than flows and syllables, violate me, I will not get lyrical No gimmick, no ridicule, get rid of whoever Fuck about, I'm the lineal so many sleepless nights, so many sleepless nights. So many nights in the cell, so many flights to the sky. So many nights in the cell, so many flights to the sky. So many nights in the cell, so many flights to the sky. So many nights in the cell, so many flights to the sky. So many nights in the cell, so many flights to the sky. So many n
many man on the hype. Now with these man on the tight. So many girls on the hype. Now with these on their tight. So many sleepless nights. So many sleepless nights. So many nights in the cell. So many flights to the sky. So many man on the hype. Now with these man on the tight. So many girls on the hype. Now with these on their tight. Hey, press. Tell the man that my mama wearing is white. Pattern up. Get me? Yeah, man, we're rolling out tonight. Celebration thing, you get me? Celebrate life the real way, the proper way. <laughs>